What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Doctor Movie Show. Kind of like that too, the Doctor Movie Show, where I'm talking about the movies that I watched while I'm driving the road because that's basically all I do with my life anymore is just drive up and down the road. Yeah, it's that exciting. So, uh, you know, again, uh, I, I've been watching a whole lot of Tubi because it's free and it's cool when they got a lot of movies on there that you're like, yeah, why not, right? So far, I've been more pleased with their selection than a lot of other of our uh, apps, I guess you would say, without naming any names. But, you know, they're kind of they're kind of hitting it for me right now. So there's enough of everything. So tip of the hat to Tubi for giving me enough uh, fodder to make a show. Speaking of fodder, <laughs> I haven't seen this movie since I was probably 14, something like that. I guess I felt like there was no need to revisit, but I revisited it, and I still feel about the same way as I did before I watched it. There was really no need, but at the same time, there's a lot I learned, and the movie I'm talking about was 1985 Ghoulies with that ever-popular PG-13 rating that we have, and this thing's classified as a fantasy comedy. Totally makes sense, right? Uh... We know that this thing kind of spun out of control and we got a bunch of series out of it. Were they needed? I don't know, because you know what? I'm planning on following up by doing the, 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 the sequels as well. If that's a smart move, I don't know. You can let me know. Chances are, though, by the time you've heard this, I've already got through all of them. So, too late. Um, let's read the synopsis here in case you are not familiar whatsoever with the iconic story that is Ghoulies. Yeah, that just sounded good. Let's see here. As a child, Jonathan was almost killed by his father, Malcolm, who's played by Michael DeBar, by the way, who we brought up in another movie recently. Uh, uh, almost killed by his father, Malcolm, during a satanic ritual. Yeah. No, no family dysfunction here whatsoever. After being saved and raised by Wolfgang, who has kept him unaware of his background, Jonathan inherits Malcolm's house and moves in with his girlfriend, and the rest of it's hidden, because this is a really long synopsis. But yeah, so dude gets the, uh, the rights to the homestead, only to find out that he has this background in this stuff, even though he, he's never really messed with it, but things start coming natural. Um... That's enough for the synopsis, I believe. So, yeah, you get this opening where there's this satanic ritual going on in this place. They lay a baby up on the countertop, and the mom's like, oh, wait a minute. I thought you were just kidding. <laughs> you know, if I'd known this, I probably wouldn't have married you. But anyways, you're trying to kill my son up here, and that, that's just not a good thing. And uh, Michael DeBar is like, his blood will spill tonight. It's like, Wow. So he kind of does a little finger twitch at, the, at his wife, and she kind of chills out. And uh, we get to uh, him going to stab the baby again. He tries to touch the baby, and he gets, like, electrocuted. Who? Why? Don't know. But uh, at the same time, you see Wolfgang pull off his hoodie, grabs the baby, and takes off with it. Or, you know, that's kind of your storyline here, right? 
disappears with the baby and supposedly Malcolm is killed and uh, you know there's your story then it flashes to the the awesome 80s where everything happens right and dude's moving to this new house with his girlfriend they're kind of hanging out looking around he finds all these satanic books he decides to have a big party all these people come over and you've got your typical 80s preppy kind of bunch right you got a guy named Dick who pretty much is one as well um, hitting on all the chicks and you know you get this thing where there's several couples there together and they're like hey let's play solitaire no let's play poker no let's play strip poker so you kind of get this thing going on and then the main guy speaks up and he's like hey how about we do a ritual he saw a book that was laying there it was open to a certain page and instantly he knew how to do a ritual that's what we're rolling with here folks so he goes downstairs gets them all to stand in the circle He's drawing stuff on the ground and telling them to shut up and stop acting like fools. And he starts spouting off a bunch of stuff out of a book. And nothing really happens. And then they're all like, well, let's get out of here. I'm hungry. Let's go do something else. So when they leave, he's like, oh, wait a minute. i got to close out the spell because if not, evil could come out of this. Sure enough, that's what happens. And what do we get? Puppets. <laughs> We're going to get satanic puppets from beyond to show up in this little pentagram diagram thing the guy drew on the ground and this is 100% why we're watching this movie right I remember specifically watching this because who doesn't like little Muppet scary guys and that's the main characters of the movie but here's the thing I didn't remember how little the ghoulies had to do with this movie I'm assuming that we call those characters the ghoulies, right? Because they're on every box, VHS box, and DVD thing. But they're really not, they're pretty useless. I mean, they jump up, bite people in the face once in a while. But for the most part, most of the work comes back to the two little midgets that come up out of nowhere. So I'm just wondering why it couldn't be called two midgets in the, in the ghoulies. I mean, <laughs> just say it. I, I just... Uh, they're, they're really it's really weird to base the whole story off of these guys because they really don't do much right but anyways they they now belong to the new master who's the one that opened the portal and he tells them that you, you must stay invisible to everybody else only I can see you, you you've got to stay hidden but you see them popping up all the time they're having this big meal he invites all of his friends back for a second time because he has to do this ritual to gain this power right he's, he's talking to these two uh appearing midgets that are now belonging to him and they say you have to do this ritual to get all-knowing power all-knowing evil yada yada you know this guy's getting deep and all the while his girlfriend's like what are you doing i come down here you're in a robe you're throwing you know flash paper making things explode and you're saying words in latin what's happening here yeah i mean <laughs> she's like uh I'm not going to hang out with you if you're just going to dabble in black magic, right? Which, I would imagine anybody would think this, right? Hey, if you're messing with stuff, I'm checking out. But, uh, he invites all of his friends over to do this ceremony. Uh, hypnotizes his girlfriend so she can be like his partner to help out. And, you know... They, they do this ceremony, and what it really does is brings his dad back alive, who's buried in the backyard. 
you get this kind of cool puppet guy that pops up out of the ground. It, it, it looks pretty good, I have to admit. And of course, it, he he gains more flesh as it goes on, right? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. There's one scene in this movie I remember more than anything else. And that's where Dick is in bed with his girlfriend. He gets up and needs to go get a drink of water or whatever. And he goes through and there's this good-looking blonde lady there that obviously is, does not belong there. She's there to, she's a succubus or whatever. And, uh, she comes up and kisses Dick, and all of a sudden she backs away, and her tongue shoots out of her mouth, longer than Gene Simmons. And, uh, it wraps around his neck, and she's, like, strangling Dick with her tongue. <laughs> hey, I couldn't have timed that any better, right? Uh, <laughs> that should be edited, but guess what? It's not gonna be. Uh... So she strangles Dick to death with her tongue. And, uh, you know, from there on, it, it, it ends up being, not, not this woman, ends up being Michael DeBar, the, the, the dad, right? Malcolm. You know, if you're going to have an evil dad, his name needs to be Malcolm, just saying. And again, we, we've got all these ghoulies running around, and all they're really doing is like, eating cherry tomatoes and being all gross and foaming at the mouth and shaking their head. Yes, they understand. Like I said, they bite a couple of people in the face. But for the most part, they don't do a lot. This really becomes a showdown between Malcolm coming back and Wolfgang. Which I'm going, why didn't you guys just fight back then? <laughs> Instead of now, when the, the, you know, the, apparently the whole plan was for the son to grow up and read this stuff and bring his dad back alive and let him become the master again. So, you know, that that's the story of Ghoulies. <laughs> I don't know what else to really add to it, but you get this big, almost kind of big trouble little China showdown between Malcolm and Wolfgang where they're strangling each other and shooting lasers out of their eyes. And, you know, it's fun 80s stuff. But I'm just going to be honest. And again, this is Charles Band, so, you know, you can't expect a whole lot. We're just lacking some story here. I don't know if they just had a set and had some pentagrams and stuff. Say, so, hey, let's just make it satanic. we got to have a reason to bring these ghoulies to life. Why not it be Satan, right? There you go. Couldn't do something cool like, you know, Toxic Avenger or nothing like that. We're just going to say, ah, oh, the devil. The devil brought them. They're servants of the devil. And you know what? Fine. I'll go along with that, but... Um, it's not a great movie. Is it fun? Yeah, it's got some fun stuff in it. But, it's, you know, you're, you're not missing a lot. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> that's pretty much where I stand on this one. Uh, I don't hate it. I just feel like it's about as good as I remember it being when I was 15. And you'd figure that a lot of years passing. Actually, I'm surprised it didn't drop. You know, even lower. Because I remember thinking this was kind of cool back then. Because it was the time, right? But, uh, yeah. It's just lacking nowadays. And that's fine. Uh, it's still fun. It's still a uh, nostalgic film, for sure. Because it takes you back to that time. And everybody was in the middle of a satanic panic, right? And all your music and everything was leading you straight to hell. And so was the movies. And here we go. You know, that's what you got. Um, I'm going to give this a 3 out of 5. That's probably a little high, but just for the nostalgic fact, and the fact that it stood long enough to make some sequels, you got to give it a little credit, right? Um, 
that's pretty much where I stand on this one. So there you go, folks. That's my take on Ghoulies. And uh, <laughs> like I said, it's on Tubi. You can check it out for free. And uh, enter at your own risk, right? Because they'll get you in the end. That was the whole slogan, right? Oh, yeah. You know, the one in the toilet, you know, that's on the cover. It's like, yeah, does that even... I don't know that that even really happens in the movie. Maybe it does. It's pretty irrelevant. But uh, there you go. It's Ghoulies. Three out of five. And if you have some recommendations or if you're a big Ghoulies fan, bring it on, man. I mean, give me give me some, some context. Give me some feedback. Give me a little more feedback there, Johnny. And uh, that's David Lee Roth, in case you don't know. What that's from is there, there's a concert on YouTube. Van Halen at the Us Festival, 1983. You know the Us Festival, right? It was the big, it was like the second Woodstock. <laughs> One of the most infamous Van Halen shows ever, and it's all on tape. It is a train wreck from beginning to end. And he comes out to sing Ice Cream Man, and he's, and he's brought this acoustic guitar that looks like it fell out of a plane on the way there. It makes Willie Nelson's guitar look like a piece of art. And he's trying to get it tuned up, and they're getting feedback in the monitors, and he's just there going, hey, a little more feedback there, Johnny. He's wanting to sing the song, right? These people didn't come here to hear feedback. They come here to some rock and roll, man. And uh, so I had, to, I had to explain myself. You can watch that, too. That's pretty incredible. If you've never seen the Van Halen at the Us Festival, you see why not even a year later the band broke up, because <laughs> it was heading that direction. Anyways, Ghoulies is the subject Ghoulies is on Tubi for free. Check it out. Enjoy it. Let me know what you think. And we will check you later.